Yes, people, welcome to another week of Chin Check. So this week we're um, looking at Invictus Phoenix Series 2, which was a featherweight tournament that happened on the Friday. Then, as we know, Saturday, UFC 242 from Abu Dhabi. So uh, Khabib v. Poirier, you having unifying match the champ be the interim champ boom that all took place last weekend so um yeah let's get into um, all the craziness right boom well great start to a weekend of um fights so friday um We've just had Invicta FC's Phoenix Rising Series second event. Now, the first was, God damn it, the first was so good. We had Brianna Van Buren. You know what I mean? She she took that. Ah, and she was spectacular. So, um, yeah, this time, um, it wasn't for a vacant belt. Um, it was for, um, I think it's like the number one, you know, contendership for the featherweight division. Um, so yeah, that was a tournament and, you know, like most Invicta events, this one was from the Memorial Hall, Kansas City. Uh, yeah. And, um, all right. So where to start? So the first fight of the tournament was Diana Torquato against Miana Milana Duveva. Um, yeah, and so I think both came to engage. You know what I mean? Do I do a Veva? You know, I mean? she she wanted to clinch against against the fence. Um, Sorry, Diana wanted a clinch against the fence, right? Um, but Milana, um, she was trying to throw at range. But, yeah, like, Diana wouldn't give her that. You know, she was pressuring all the time, um, which, which was good. Uh, I think Duaveva went for a takedown, couldn't get it. Um, yeah, couldn't, couldn't really get it, it was, um, Diana got straight back up, um, and we then saw, like, um, yeah, Diana, she was the one pushing forward and implementing a better clinch game, so, yeah, that, I think that gave her, it gave her the win, it was a split decision, but I think, you know, I think it was pretty clear Diana Turquato, um won that fight. Oh, and I forgot to mention, so because it's a tournament, so three fights in one night, the quarterfinal and semifinal rounds are just one round fights. 
So then the final can be free. And then there was, I think, three special... There was, so there was two um, two fights for, uh, you know, replacements if, they, if that was needed. And then there was um, two other special fights. I believe that, that, that was it. Okay, so the next quarterfinal, we had Deanna Bennett against Liz Tracy. Um, and, you know, what we usually find when you have two wrestlers, it becomes a striking fight. This, no, this was not that. This was a very wrestling heavy fight. And, um, yeah, Tracy was really taking it to Deanna. And um, it was Tracy that got the first actual takedown in this fight. You know, Um, I think Bennett, when she eventually got to her feet, she was better... um, you know, better at range uh, and, and throwing punches and she landed some really good shots. You know what I mean? Um, I think she managed to get a very last minute takedown. Um, it was a close fight though. It was a very close fight because... Tracy had Bennett on the ground for about three minutes. You know what I mean? Three minutes, three and a half minutes, something like that. So she kind of, you know what I mean? She really kind of had the most control in that fight. So, um, yeah, it, it when it went to the judges, Bennett got the unanimous decision. I kind of feel it was a lot closer than that. And also, it was, yeah, I, like you. I don't think it would have been a surprise if Tracy had got the got the win here. But uh, yeah, Deanna moves on to the next round. So, third fight, we had Victoria Leonardo against Miranda Maverick. So this was their, you know, Maverick was the first person to beat Leonardo. Leonardo's only got one loss on a record. So, um, yeah, this was the rematch. Um, like, Leonardo was using some decent movement. But Maverick, um, you know, she was the one landing, you know, with the sharper punches and landing first. Like, towards the end of the round, Leonardo started to land a bit more, find a range. But Maverick, you know, she she really did probably the greater work. And um, she got the unanimous decision, so moves on to uh, the semis. In the um, next quarterfinal fight, and the last quarterfinal fight, even we had um, Shayna Young against Mayaj Sutama. Um, and yeah, this fight, Sutama comes out um, really aggressively and um, presses for a takedown, which she eventually gets. 
She then takes the back and threatens with a few submissions. So she's really going in. Um, she ends up on on um, on a back though, with forty five seconds left in the fight. You know, so Young eventually gets up, and well, actually, I think she got a reversal. Got a reversal, but forty five seconds left in the fight. So Young's on top, and she does land some good punches on um, Sutama. But Sutama is still going for submission attempts. Still, like, trying to get an arm bar. Everything like that. So, you know what I mean? I think when it went to the judges, you're thinking, okay, Sutama, yeah, she's taking this. No, it was a unanimous decision to Young, which was kind of shocking. Yeah, it was a, a Big surprise that Young got that victory. Because, you know, she spent four minutes and 15 on her back, nearly getting choked out. So, yeah, it was a very odd decision, that one. So, the next fight, we had... um, Man, so we had... um, Oh, who is it? It's Chantel Coates against Flora Hanny. Um, and um, yeah, so Coates came in heavy. You know, she missed weight, missed weight with this fight, which is a bit like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean that's. It's never good. It's never good to miss weight. I think she was three pounds over. And Hanny usually fights at straw weight. So she usually fights at straw weight. Uh, but because, you know, she wanted to get to the big league. She wanted to get to Invicta. So she took the fight. And, um, you know, it started off with Coates landing um, heavy shots. You know um, and she a really good head kick on Hanny when Hanny went for a takedown. Um, yeah, like, but like she did get the takedown though, which is crazy. Do you know what I mean? Because boy, it was man. You just heard that kick, and you're just like, God damn it! But yeah, still gets the takedown of Coates. So Kate. Coates is on her back, she's being active, like she's trying to, um, yeah, she, she, she's trying to move, but, you know, not really, like she's moving her hips and making it difficult to get hit with shots, but you don't think that she's ever going to get up, you know what I mean, because she doesn't seem to have that in her um in her IQ which is a bit concerning um yeah but you know she was able though to power and get a reverse um and get back to her feet 
in the end. But it seemed more of a power move than, a, a, you know what I mean, skill. Hanny was implementing a good, um, like a good game against the, um, against the fence. You know, she was, she was able to get, um, coats in her clinch and really, you know, drive those knees and, um, yeah, really drive those knees in uh, and some elbows and stuff like that. It was the the crazy thing was though, when Coates was able to get off the fence, and she threw a real big flurry with a, a like a few seconds left. She was landing well, and the the punches were definitely having an effect. You know, so you're just thinking, yo, why didn't you you try more of this? You know what I mean? You should have done more because you're the heavier fighter. You're fighting essentially a straw weight, but she was controlling you for a lot of this fight. So Coates did get the win. It was a split decision. But yeah, I think Coates really needs to work on her ground game. And just, I think, just some of that fight IQ. To know what to do when she's in certain situations, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of think, yeah, that's what needs to happen going forward, really. So the next reserve fight was Kay Hansen against Carolina Jimenez. Um, and Hansen really went for this one. You know, she was looking really good, really active. At first, it was back and forth. But once Hansen was on the ground, man, she she found her focus and was really able to manage um, to get the back. Like, she, you know, she, she got... Um, Jimenez is back, like she's really, her jiu-jitsu is looking really good, um, she, she eventually transitions, gets a rear naked, like, um, Jimenez is fighting it off, doing a good job at fighting it off, but she then does this really great transition into an armbar, and you think if, if there was a little bit more time, Hansen would have won by submission. But um, yeah, went to, went to the judges and um, yeah, Hansen walks away with a unanimous decision. So now we're in the semifinals. And um, yeah, so the first semifinal, we've got Shayna Young against Miranda Maverick. And... Um, yeah, Young is able to, um, I think she, she gets, um, Maverick down with a hard punch, and you're like, oh, shit, but, like, yeah, Maverick, she gets up and, um, goes straight for the takedown, you know, it was kind of crazy, because, 
it really looked like a, a really devastating punch. But Maverick, she does go down, but she gets straight back up, takes Young down. And um, yeah, <laughs> from from that, it's, it's just a matter of time, really, until um, she takes the back and then sinks in a rear naked. And yeah, it was all done. All done. So Maverick, first fighter into the final. So next semi-final, we've got Deanna Bennett against Diana Torquato. And um, yeah, th- this fight. So Diana is, she's very aggressive. Um. And she's really trying to get, um, you know, uh, Bennett's back. And um, she does sink in a rear naked choke. But Bennett's able to fight that off. Um, You know, because this is from standing. Bennett then gets a takedown. And really is able to take control of Diana. Um, yeah, just controls her on the ground and really just, yeah, it just seems like she just sucks the energy out of her, gets her back, gets her very own rear naked choke. So, yeah, both are through. Do you know what I mean? I think, um, Bennett's fight went just about um, probably a minute longer than Maverick's fight but yeah both get the rear naked both are in a final we get ourselves a rematch you know what I mean because um yeah be Bennett beat um Maverick a little um a little while back so yeah this was this was a rematch this was to see um you know like uh if things had changed and all that so we are now so we've got a um a special fight um which was uh <clears throat> Jesse Stoltz against Helen um Helen Lucero and uh yeah this was a good fight so um you know but th- these are three round fights because, you know, they're not part of the flyweight competition. Now, um, Jose is able to take Helen down. Um, yeah, and, and Helen, like, she got a reversal. But, you know, problem was, like, Jesse was, um, because... Jesse had her kind of mounted, but in a kind of a, 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 you know, a mounted triangle kind of situation. So, yeah, Helen gets a reversal, but Haram's still in. So, you know, Jesse's able to um, kind of, uh, yeah, she she's able to, uh, you know, just get that, sink that triangle in. Um. And uh, yeah, gets to win. And uh, yeah, it was it was a really because it was she had the triangle, but and she also cranks the arm. 
So it's kind of like an iron triangle arm bar. And it was a ah, it was a really good, really good transitional move. So it would be interesting to see her going forward. Um, so our next fight, again, this is an, an another kind of um an, a special fight, just to give the girls time in between the semi-final and the final. So we've got Alexa Connors against um Maria. Agapova and um god damn it this was a crazy one like um Alexa seemed to be um just owning the center of the ring you know what I mean but Maria was yeah she was very she had a very kind of a jerky style you know so it was hard to judge her movements. Right? Um, but Alexa starts starts using kicks. But that seemed to just be like, oh, we're kicking now. So then Maria starts kicking too. And she lands, man, she lands this solid kick to Alexa's liver. And you, you straight away, you were just like, oh shit, that's her. That, you know what I mean? She's visibly hurt from that. Somewhere it's just like, I, boom. And um, yeah, throws a few more kicks. And so Alexa's backing off. Then um, Maria just, just grabs her back. Just, you know what I mean? Alexa's kind of leaning over. And Maria's just like, I, Boom, back take and sinks in a rear naked. It's done. Yo, the arm just went straight under the chin. Yo, there there was no. And I think because Alexa's just winded as fuck as well. So, yeah, that, she wasn't fighting. She wasn't fighting that one off. And, um, yeah, so um, Maria Agapova gets the victory in her Invicta debut, and A, does look very promising, you know what I mean, so be interesting to see what she does in the future, but now, got our final, so yes, the final three rounds, it's Miranda Maverick against Deanna Bennett, and um, yeah, like, in this one, Maverick, she just looked the um she looked the sharper fighter in the first round you know she was she had better movement and um crisper punches you know bennett looked very tentative which was a bit odd you know what i mean like bennett just she didn't really look like she was in gear in this fight um, and, you know, come the second round, things pretty much started the same way, um, Bennett then, st- but she started to implement a lot of clinches, and, um, you know, I think she, she, uh, she tried to, yeah, I think she just tried to ground it. 
you know what I mean, kind of ground it out, and she got a, t- she did get a takedown, so you're thinking, okay, maybe she is now, you know what I mean, she's now got a groove back, you know what I mean, because that's her game, that's Bennett's game for the most part, she just kind of grinds the hell out of you, just takes your soul like that, but, yo, Come the um, come the third round though, and Mavericks just a bit like, all right, anything you can do, I can do better. So she's doing the same. She's clinching with Bennett, and she gets her down. And um, yeah, like she gets Bennett down, and she's just grinding on her, grinding on her, and eventually, like she gets her back. Gets Bennett's back, um, and she she puts a, you know goes for a rear naked. Um, it, it's not fully in, like it's not under the chin, but so it but it's over the jaw, over the jaw, and she's cranking it, cranking it, and yeah, eventually Bennett she had to tap. She she just couldn't move um Maverick's arm and so yeah you're just thinking yo she didn't want her jaw broke so yeah she has to tap Maverick wins the featherweight um yeah wins the featherweight tournament gets herself a nice trophy and um I I believe she's now the number one contender so um yeah we will hopefully see her against the um yeah the champ for a title fight at some point soon but uh yeah i think maverick is you know she's improving all the time so you know she's definitely gonna hey she's gonna be champion at some point if she doesn't do it this time hey she will at some point have that invictus strap around her weight but uh yeah we got two two um yeah two cards were announced so um yeah all is looking pretty hot for Invicta going forward so we've got next up Invicta FC 37 um and that's going to be Gina Frey against Ashley Cummings um, and that's for the atom weight belt. And then in um, November, we got Invicta 38, which is Porto v Rodriguez. And that's a flyweight belt fight. So, um, yeah, next two cards definitely look very good. So looking forward to Invicta coming forward. And... um. Yeah, definitely looking forward to the next Phoenix series. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, we got UFC 242 tomorrow. Um, well, tomorrow, later today. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Oh, my gosh. So, finally, we had the big Abu Abi. Abu Dhabi, <laughs> I don't know why I can't pronounce this friggin' name, Abu Dhabi, yes, 
we had the big card <laughs> Khabib against Dustin um Dustin the interim champion Khabib the champion head to head and um yo it was a great card man there was some fun ass fights jeez i mean yo even the, like if you go to the um the fight pass prelims oh my gosh so i think the first fight really you know what i mean to take note of on that it was the um Nordine Taleb against Muslim Salikov. And Nordine wasn't looking bad. You know what I mean? He, he had some... His movement was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, the one problem I think Nordine has is he, his hands are low. He keeps his hands low. And um, like Muslim, you know what I mean? He, he was fighting well. But you could see he was looking for the overhand. He was looking to come over from um, Nordin's jab. And that was, you know, that was being teased a lot. So in the exchange that just flatlined Talib towards the end of the first round, it was, oh. It was a brutal knockout. Have to give the referee mad props for um, getting in there and stopping Muslim from landing any ground and pound. Because Nadine was out. Do you mean that? Like, even though he got up, like, kind like, you know, what I mean? it was a few seconds, and then Nadine got up. But when he was on his feet, he didn't know what the fuck was going on. So, hey, it was good that, you know what I mean, the ref stopped any more damage there. And then, um, you know, the headline fight of the, the fight past prelims was Bilal Muhammad against um, Takeshi Sato. This was a fun fight. God damn it. And Bilal, oh man, throughout the fight, he was landing this great combination of punch to the chest followed by um a, a hook to the jaw and landed every time every time it was good man but so much energy so much energy i think Bilal clearly won the first round the second round was close second round was close but I think Bilal was winning that third round. And, um, you know what I mean? He, he gets... It was a great transition to get the takedown. And the way he took Sato's back was... Man, it was sublime. It was sublime. And, um, yeah, getting that rear naked choke. Just the way he went in one. That got blocked. Then straight. Other arm, under the chin, boom, it was done. It was a great performance from Bilal. Remember the name, Muhammad. Uh, so, yeah, then we were on to the, um, the main prelims. And, jeez, oh, my days. 
Yo, <laughs> the first, yo, so we come off the Bilal fight, then the next fight, just fire, just a fire next fight, so we had, um, to me, to Timu Paklan making his return to, um, MMA after, uh, I think it was like a two year, um, absence, and so he was fighting Otman Azita. And, um, yo, jeez. I think, like, watching this fight, you, you could, you could kind of tell that Timu, you know, he, he just seemed a little behind. His timing seemed a bit off. Like, his punches, like, he, ju he just lacked that smoothness. Really just seemed to lack that smoothness. And he was getting tagged by Ottman. You know what I mean? And so, um, yo. Like, the crazy thing is, Ottman had landed on the chin. Do you know what I mean? He landed some, like, real crisp punches that Timu was able to eat. But when he got caught, like, on the ear, that was it. Yo, Timu face planted. It was another brutal knockout, man. And unlike Nordin, yo, Timu was down for a while and kind of twitching. Wasn't good. Man, it was like, oh. But that was a. I mean, it was just a great win for um, Otman Zeta. So, fantastic performance. Um, like, some other... no, Like, yo. I think, right? So, coming off of some of the bad decisions... Mm, say bad decisions is kind of... Probably a bit strong. But I would say some of the dubious judging at Invicta... So to have the um, Zabaria Tukagov, um, Lerone Murphy fight, during for that to end in a draw, yo, you've got to give the judges props for that because this was such a close fight. So the thing was like Tukarov had landed the takedowns, I think he took Murphy down every round, you know, so there was that, he managed to get those takedowns, but once he took Murphy down, Murphy was landing some good elbows from the bottom, you know what I mean, he was landing good elbows, and then when they were standing, Murphy was landing some good shots, so, I yeah, I do kind of feel a draw was a pretty solid decision. You know what I mean? It's a pretty solid decision. Especially the fact that Murphy had taken this on short notice. You know what I mean? Like, that was crazy. To come in on short notice and, and get that. So, that, that was a good one. And um, I, you do feel that... If this fight had been, like, last year, Tukagov would have got the win. 
So yeah, gotta give the judges mad props for that. Then we've got um Jojo Calderwood against KGB Lee. And I you know what I mean? The judge oh, I think not the judges, but I think the consensus was yo, this would go to KGB. And you've gotta say, like especially after Caldwood's last performance and KGB's last performance, that wasn't a bad assumption. But this wasn't a bad... This was a definitely a good fight for Calderwood. Like, Lee took the first round, for sure. But I think then Calderwood came back well. And, like, even though Lee took the first round, but that was just mainly from... The takedown and the fact that Lee was able to hold Calderwood down. So, because I think Calderwood was throwing. You know, I mean, she was definitely throwing in the first and throwing some nice combinations. So, then going into the second and the third, Calderwood was landing some good shots. He definitely landing some good shots. Now, she did get the win, it was a close one. You know, I don't think anyone would have been mad if um, Andrea Lee had taken this, you know, because I think the one knock on Calderwood, well, there's a couple of things. I, You know, she's training with some great fighters, you know, Roxanne Modafferi, there's a load of other people over, it. I think it's Syndicate, um, with great ground games. But Calderwood still doesn't look great on the ground. I know last year she did get that victory with a submission, her first. But she's she does look vulnerable when she's on the ground. So I think she needs to work on that. And sometimes it she looks very tentative in the striking. You know, she doesn't always seem to really commit to her punches. But, um, yeah, you know, it was definitely a great victory for her. The thing is, watching this fight, it was a, as I said, look, it was a close fight. Both girls really, you know, they performed well. I didn't think Eva would be able to beat Shevchenko. I'm watching this because, you know, the winner of this fight would, I think the possibility of the winner getting the next shot at Shevchenko is pretty good. Um, and I, 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 you know, Calderwood won, which is great, but I just can't see her beating Shevchenko. And even if Lee had got the decision, can't see her beating Shevchenko either. But yeah, it was definitely a really good win for um, Calderwood. So that it was good to bounce back from that last fight against... Um, Chipchagian. So then we have, you know, so we're starting the main card. So the first fight was Mirbak Tusamov against Carlos Diego Ferreira. And um, God damn it, man. Tusamov came out and looked fantastic in the first round. You know, like, he was definitely the sharper fighter all round. Just always looked a step ahead 
was landing some real sharp punches. Everything was great. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened, though. I really have no clue what happened because, you know, come the second round, Ferreira is suddenly, I mean, he's the sharper fire. He's the one landing first, and he was really taking it to um to some of you know which was man it was crazy like because you just thought oh this is it Ferreira but Tusimov looked so good in that first round but yeah Ferreira just suddenly just stepped up a gear and just yeah took that decision so it was a really good performance from him um so out this sole heavyweight fight on the card was um Shamil Abjurikov against Curtis Blades. And um God damn it, Curtis Blades, this was not even a close fight. Wasn't even close. Blade just ran through Shamil, you know, it was, yeah, it was a crazy fight, like that, in that first round, Blades was just all over Shamil, just all over him, you know, like you just felt, oh, god damn it. And, I, yeah, it was kind of like you thought it would end in the first. Blade was so dominant. So goddamn dominant. Now, the second round started and Blade is there again. You know what I mean? Taking Shamil down. All of that. Uh, one, you're, you're <laughs> I think Blade went in for a takedown and Shamil landed an uppercut that definitely hurt Blades, you could see it in the body language, but Blades kept his composure, still got the takedown, and um, yeah, that I think it was it, I think it was it, he just landed just vicious punches, man, vicious ground and pound, and I think it was, he just landed this crazy elbow on Shamil's nose. I don't know if it's a broken nose, but, yo, Shamil was just holding the nose. He was, he just was just like, that was it for him. And that, that elbow, yeah, it, it just made him go, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. So he didn't tap, but his body language just changed. Referee had to stop that fight. But you just think, I don't know who's beating Blades. Blades is looking so damn good. So damn good. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, you could maybe put him against Junior. He's looking for a fight, I believe. So, yeah, could do that. Um, There's a few other heavyweights. But, you, yeah, you're thinking... I think Blades needs to step up. You know what I mean? I think Blades is so close to a title fight. So close to a title fight. But you kind of think right now 
that's going to Ngano. So yeah, I'm not quite sure who Blades will fight next, but if he wins that next fight, I think it's a title all the way there. Maybe throw him Derek Lewis. Yeah, could do that one. So back to the lightweights, and we had um Davi Ramos against Ismail um Makachev. And um Ink Makachev was definitely favoured in this one. But Ramos, yo, he was just like, you know what, I don't care. He can take me down. I'm a black belt, motherfucker. I will submit him. So you're thinking, okay, okay. Like, and Ramos is good on the ground. So it was a bit like, yeah, maybe this could be it, right? You know, who knows? But, um, yo, the first round, it was tentative. There wasn't a whole heap of action in that first. But Ismail was definitely the sharper of the two. You know what I mean? He he looked... I don't know, he just looked more on it than, than Ramos. He, right? Ramos just didn't really look like he was just in the same gear, you know? So, second round, Ismail really just upped his output and was um, really just landing some great combinations on um, Ramos. Really landing some great combinations. Like, and the thing was, like, Ramos, it, you know, he's a bit of a counter-puncher. But when the person you are fighting is so much faster than you, you ain't, and he's landing and then just moving out of range, you need to change what the fuck you are doing. Because it just wasn't working wasn't working for Ramos and you kind of felt he he just needed to push the fight make um Ishmael uncomfortable you know i i think that's what needed to happen um yo third round starts and whoo Makachev lands a great knee on um Ramos Man, it was a, oh, yeah, was a really good knee. And, um, yeah, he's then, he then takes uh, Ramos down. And, um, oh, man, he landed a, a lot of ground and pound. He, man, he was just going to town on Ramos, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, Ramos was wasn't really able to do anything. Like um you know, Ramos then gets up, um and like the I think the thing with um when he took Ramos down, he had Ramos against the fence, which created a situation where Yo, Ramos was just uncomfortable. So for hit like trying to get a triangle, trying to get a lot of different stuff, it just wasn't gonna work. 
wasn't going to work because he just wasn't, he didn't have the room to tweak anything. I think the, the, the only real thing he could have probably done is get a, maybe go for a Kimura and use that to, um, use it for a reversal. You know, because he wasn't getting anything else in that position. So, um, yeah, Makachev all the way went to a decision, was the clear victor. Clear victor with that one. So now it's time for the co-main event. And um yo, so Edson Barbosa and Paul Felder fought before in twenty fifteen, I believe. Um Felder it was his third fight in the UFC. I mean Barbosa had already been in there for a while. So third Felder's second fight. And it was a great fight. You know, it was a really good fight. But, you know, you always kind of felt Barboza had the edge. Just had the edge in, in the way he approached it all. So, it was like, um, can Felder, do you know what I mean? Can he implement a different game plan? How can he get the win this time out? And this was a war. It was such a good fight. But it's just like, it was everything we expected it to be. You know what I mean? That was the beauty of this fight. It was round four from the first time around. Do you know what I mean? There was no feeling out. There was no need for that shit. These guys knew what the fuck was going down. And, um, you know, Barboza was, man, he was throwing heavy and fast straight out the gate. You know what I mean? A lot of kicks, really just, man, he, 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 he took that first round. I think it was clear he took the first round. It's just because, yeah, he, he was just landing at such a volume, and you know, what I mean, like, so Felder was got Felder was landing, but Felder was swinging real hard, so he missed a lot. But um, you know, come the second round, like I think Felder's able to land more this time, so he's landing more punches, and he's. Yeah, he's throwing some kicks as well. So we're getting more of a, a a closer fight. More of a closer fight. I think the the big thing though was that um Barboza was throwing like big stuff. You know, there was some spins. You ain't know, just uh, like spinning kicks, spinning elbow attempt, and so it was, I think it, it, it was stuff that really would stand out for the judges, I think mean, that was the big thing, Barbosa was throwing that kind of stuff, so you think, it, although Felder was throwing a lot, 
and landing. You're just thinking, mm, will the judges really see everything he's doing? I don't know. Come the third round, I think Barboza is feeling a little tired. I think the pace has got to him a bit. And so in this round, um, Felder's really, I think this was definitely his round. He was landing some big shots that definitely hurt Barboza in this round. Do you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, it was some real good shots. Real good shots that were landed. And at the very end, Barboza got a takedown. Barboza got a takedown. And, yo, then the bell went. And as Felder's getting up, he's just like, fuck. And you felt for him. Because, you know what I mean? I think he he thought, I need a real big round to win this. And that takedown... Ah, you know what I mean? It could have flipped everything. So it goes to the judges. And the first judge is 3027 Barboza. Which you're a bit like, hmm, I don't know about that. I don't know about, you know what I mean? I don't, like, no one won every round. So that was a, that was a big thing there. Next judge scores it, um... 2928 Felder. You know, like, okay, okay, yeah. I, I mean, I could see that because whoever's winning, it's it's close. You know, I mean, it's it's close. So you're like, okay, okay. So then, when the next judge, it's like 3027. You're thinking, oh, okay. Barboza took it. It's Barboza. But, yo, then they're like, Felder. And it was like, whoa. God damn it. And you could see how big this was for Felder, man. He was choking up. But Rosa was not happy. You know what I mean? They were, yo, that team, yeah. They, they did not take that well. They don't take it well at all. Which is a bit like, mm, you know what I mean? Because Barbosa's won some close decisions that might have gone the other way. So it was a bit like, oh, come on, man. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Chill a little. Right? It's just kind of chill a little. Uh, but yeah, no, this was, and it was interesting what Felder said in the interview. With Anik afterwards. Because he's just like. Yo if I hadn't have won this fight. I might have hung it up. You know what I mean? Because it was just like. And you're thinking. Yeah I guess. Because if he didn't win this fight. He's not really in contention. You know what I mean? Like what's. He's not fighting anyone in the top five. If he loses right? So it's a bit like. Yeah why are you doing this? He's making money from being an announcer and everything like that. So it's a bit like, yo. But to um, to realize that that's what he's thinking too. So it's just like, okay. But yeah. You know what? It was a close enough fight that, hey, I am fine with Felder taking the win there. I'm fine with that shit. 
So um, next up, people, it was the one. It was Khabib against Poirier. And um, yeah, I think everyone was thinking it's, it's all about um, Khabib with this shit, right? It's all about Khabib. And you know what? That's fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? Khabib is like, what, 27 and 0 going into this fight? And so, yeah, it's a bit like if Pore was going to win, I think the, 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 the idea was he either knocks him out in the first or knocks him out in the third. Or the fourth, because I think people often think Poirier sometimes, sorry, Khabib sometimes takes a round off around the third. So it was like, okay, what's gonna happen here? And you know what the 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 first round, Poirier isn't bad. Is not bad at the beginning of the first round. I mean, he's landing some good punches. He's keeping um, Khabib at bay. But, you know, it's just a time thing, right? And, um, yeah, so Khabib's able to get Poirier down. He gets Poirier down and then controls, really, the rest of that round. Um, So, I, uh, you know, I think, though, You've got to give it to Pore because he he was trying to be active off the bottom. He's trying to be active, but he just yeah, it's just not it's not working when you're fighting a friggin' monster like Khabib, right? But round finishes, he goes to um he, he goes to his corner. And Mike Brown is saying, look, just throw hard. Do you mean if you're throwing those punches, Khabib, he can't press you. You You need to keep him at bay with those heavy punches, which is just like, yeah, obvs. And that's what Poirier does. The beginning of the second round, Poirier is Throwing and yo, he hurts Khabib. Do you know what I, mean? I I think a couple of those punches hurt Khabib. Now they weren't hurt as in oh, like Khabib is 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 visibly rocked. You're in know I mean? like his legs were gone. Not like that, but they were punches that knocked Khabib's head back. There were punches that made Khabib pause and kind of think, okay, all right, I'm not going to rush in. I need to um, circle a bit. Let me get my composure back. So it was like that. And, like, Dustin goes after him. But I think the problem here was I think Dustin might have rushed a bit because he was trying to follow up, but... His punches were kind of all over the place. You know what I mean? They they weren't 
as crisp as some of the other punches he'd been throwing. So he's kind of, he's missing, getting, they're not like great punches. So Khabib then takes him down again. And the thing is, right, Dustin is, as I said before, he's doing some good work from the bottom. You know, he he he's really kind of, yeah, like, there was times when you think, oh, shit, is he reversed? Has he got a, re-? but no, because Khabib would have his hand so he could then, you know what I mean, then pushed him back down. But I think if if Poirier was fighting other people, he wouldn't have been, you know what I mean? He, he, he would have been able to get back up. Because he was making all the right moves to get back up. But yeah, it was just at that last moment, that last final big push that was needed, just couldn't get it couldn't get it and I think that's partly because of Khabib's control like having a lock on his wrist and that and also it's just the fatigue of being mauled for so long in the first so um yeah like Khabib lands some good ground and pound lands some good ground and pound um so we go into the third and uh yeah it's pretty much pretty much the same Khabib takes Justin down um or Dustin even takes him down and yeah I think I think Pore was just like god damn it he was frustrated he was just a bit drained, like, look, he wasn't out of it, he wasn't completely done, your energy-wise, or anything like that, but you kind of feel that he, he was really just mentally frustrated with, because he couldn't implement things, you know, he couldn't implement the game that he was hoping to, so, um, I think when Khabib sunk in, because he, he let Dustin start to get up. So, Dustin's on his knees, and then Khabib sinks in that rear naked. And, yeah, it, it was just... Oh, shit, but you know what? Before we get to that, before we get to that, Poirier had a guillotine. He had a guillotine that, man, it was a good guillotine. Problem was, right, the the problem with the guillotine at the beginning of that third round, you you knew he wasn't going to get it. And that's because he didn't have his legs locked. Do you know what I mean? He had one leg over Khabib's back, but the other leg was trapped underneath Khabib. Which gave Khabib the ability to kind of maneuver himself to relieve the choke. So if 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 Dustin had been able to get both of his legs around Khabib's back, 
maybe he could have got that guillotine. Maybe he could have got that. But the way it was, it just, yeah, it was just never going to happen. Because Khabib could just, he was able to move. He kept on shifting his hips. And I think that, that was a major factor in um, Khabib sinking in that rear naked choke. Because as I said, look, I think Dustin was very frustrated. He was just a little disheartened. He had just thrown that last gauntlet. You know, he made that big push, try and choke Khabib. It didn't happen. And you can see him thinking, like, what the fuck do I need to do? And Khabib is letting him get up. Letting him get up. So then he can sink in. And that's what he did. Sunk in that rear naked. It was fully under. Um, now. The funny thing is. Right. So. People say Connor tapped fast. Now Poirier tapped fast. Dustin. He tapped fast. But. Like in that situation. There's not really much else you can do. It's in tight. You know. You can't. Get out of that. Because. You know, I mean, Khabib had both hooks. That was the difference. From the guillotine. Khabib had both hooks in. So. There wasn't really. Much else. For Dustin to do. It was done. And. Um, yeah. Khabib. Second defense of that belt. Baby. And still. God damn. But. It was a it look. It was it was it was a fun fight. You know what I mean? Like Dustin, as I said, look, Dustin had his moments. It Khabib, you know, he mauled. He definitely mauled. He won. You know, he he'd won the first and the second round for sure. But Dustin did land. Dustin did try. So yeah, it was a good fight. It was very enjoyable. It's a great card. There was some really good fights on that card. You know what I mean? We had those crazy knockouts. Yo, this was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So, um, yeah. You know, I, I, I think we get some... You know what I mean? Like, look, Blades won dominantly. So you're thinking, okay, so that... You know what I mean? That answers some questions on the heavyweight situation. You had Calderwood winning. So that, as I said before, that possibly gives Shabchenko her next victim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, some of the other fights, like um, Makachevov, um, Ferreira, you know, great performances. So it, I think with some of these victories, it, it lets you go, okay, so this is where that division is going. You know what I mean? This it, it helps clarify a few things. So um yeah, looking forward to um next week. It's next week, people. Um yes, it's UFC's going to Toronto, baby. Rogers Arena. Donald Cerrone against Justin Gaethje. What what? That's gonna be fun. It's a real good card. Glover Texera against Nikita Kolov. 
Todd Duffy is back. You know what I mean? Todd Duffy is back. It's a crazy one. Because Duffy has only lost three fights. But this will be his third stint in the UFC. It's insane. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. Uriah Hall's making his comeback against Antonio Carlos Jr. Um, yeah, Misha Shurkinov, who was so close. Um, oh no, no, I'm thinking of um Volkov. Yeah, Shurkinov got knocked out by Johnny Walker, right? But um, yeah, Shurkinov is fighting um Jim Shoot. Um. Yeah, we got, like, um, Marcin Taruba is, um, you know, he's coming back against Augusto Saki. So that's going to be a tough one for him. You know what I mean? Andrew Sanchez against Marvin Viteri. Brad Katona against Hunter Azura. Woo! Chase Shelley against Gordon Griffin. Lewis Smoker against Ryan McDonald. Man, there's some fun fights on this card. So, yeah, it's all about it next week, man. This UFC train continues. Um, but, yeah, great fights from Abu Dhabi. And, um, yeah, the eagle is continuing to soar. But, yeah, we'll, we'll have more UFC. Um, uh, yeah, next week on Chin Check, baby. Okay, people, so we're drawing to the end of another episode. I mean, there's a few fights announced. There's some other crazy shit as well that's been going on. Um, yo, so let, let's address a couple of Bellator fights. So, Leonardo Higo is fighting Sean Bunch at Bellator 228. And um, Talita Nagera is going to be fighting Jess Milley at Bellator 231. Um, there's also a lot of talk about whether Congo faked the poke to the eye. Brian Bader put up a video where it looks like the poke was to the nose, not the eye. But who really knows? You know what I mean? It, it, it's... It's really hard. like because we only see one angle, so who fuck knows? Um, other stuff: Anthony Pettis and Diego Sanchez both want to fight each other. Uh, um, UFC 245. Leon Edru Edwards is calling for a rematch with Kamar Usman because they both they're both unbeaten for. Um, you know, the, the, I think the longest runs in that division. Big fights. So, um, Stephen Thompson is vis fighting Vicente Lupe. Madison Square Gardens, UFC 244. And um, Kevin Gaskellin, Darren Till has been made the co-main event. Supposedly, the... Um, the BMF belt, the bad motherfucker belt that's being created for the Diaz-Masterval fight is just a one-time thing. But who knows, right? Uh, so, um, 
Julio Arce is fighting Hakim Duadua against um, at UFC 244 as well. So that's going to be a good fight. Uh, Jack Ray Sosa is moving up to light heavyweight. And he's fighting Jan Blachowicz at UFC Sao Paulo. That's an interesting matchup. Um, Irana, Irene Aldana is stepping in for Marion Renault and will be fighting Vanessa Mello at UFC Mexico City. Uh, Junior Dos Santos is fighting Alexander Volkov, main event for UFC um, Moscow. Oh, gosh. Yeah. There's, there's, there's stuff happening, people. Um, and... Yo, and finally. All right, let's end with this. So, Paul Felder has, um, you know, because Edson Barbosa's team had put in a... Um, a, a complaint about the fight. They want to get it overturned. So, Barbo, um, so Felder, like, commented and explained why he thinks he won the fight. And, you know what? He made good points. He was the one coming forward. He did the damage on the ground, even though he was on the bottom. You know what I mean? He, he didn't gas. Barboza was getting tired towards the end. But he has said he's up for a third fight. But only if it's a five-round main event. Makes sense. If you're going to do it, let's do it over the five so we can get a clear-cut winner. So, um, yeah. Like, who knows, right? You know what I mean? I, I have a feeling it's not going to happen. Well, not going to happen this year, at least. You know what I mean? Like, it, it may be it comes around in the future, but I don't see it getting run back this year. But stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. But, um, yeah. That is it for this week's uh, Chin Check. Um, so this weekend, it's UFC Vancouver. Uh, we got Justin Gaethje against Donald Cowboy Cerrone as the main event. It's a good card. Looks a lot of fun. So uh, we'll be back with that update and what else maybe next wednesday so come back then for another episode of chin check we out baby